Today's opening gag is provided by Matt Gray. Tank fly, boss walk, jam nitty gritty. You're listening to the technical difficulties. I'm Tom Scott. Joining me in the studio today, please welcome me, Reed's books. You know, it's Chris Joel. Now available both on wax cylinder and 78 RPM vinyl record. Everybody's favourite, Gary Brown, Gary Brown. And now on ITV1, Anton Dex, live televised nightmares. <laughs> and the bounciest man on the internet, Matt Gray. Now more viscous. <laughs> Wonderful. The way this show works is very simple. I've got a classic deck of trivia question cards, and by classic, I mean they're from 1984. I'm going to read out an answer. All you have to do is guess the question. Correct questions get you a point and a ding. And a special prize for particularly good answers, which is... Mystery Biscuits! Oh, yeah. If everybody's ready, we start with... The Soviet Union. What's big and red? My arse this morning. So <laughs> <laughs> last night's curry one would yeah, Well, it went up a notch. It, it, oh. Well, hold on, the curry or your arse? <laughs> well, I think, to, to, to use biblical language, one has begat the other. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All over the toilet bowl. I am, I, I'm just going to say, I am currently being treated as uh, a chemical spillage. Uh, <laughs> You just gotta have one of those hazardous stickers slapped on your ass. You know things on the back of trucks, all the, all the warning symbols and highly flammable and oxidising. Oh, so it meant you got mud flaps. <laughs> and those too. That is my nickname for it. Uh, <laughs> the mud flaps. I said I was driving uh, a, a few weeks ago and I finally saw the one sign on the back of a lorry you never wanted to see. I was, I was actually going out towards Wales. And uh, a lorry pulled out in front of me, and I'm like, he's going 60, I'm going to be here for ages. Slowly as we pass the lorry in the left-hand lane, you just see the words, radioactive material. You do tend to speed up just slightly. <laughs> <laughs> Losing control and careering you into did. the back. <laughs> <laughs> Turning a small Chernobyl into a mere three-mile island. <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> well, is it too soon for three-mile island? But <laughs> <laughs> what of the windscale fire? <laughs> <laughs> the windscale pile? Of- <laughs> <laughs> what you've got in your arms. <laughs> I, I've merely got a cellar field going on. <laughs> I think you find that several hundred sheep will need to be slaughtered after this. It turns out the, the American Air Force Base near where I was living last summer, they'd had a nuclear accident in mid-50s. Really? Ooh. One of the hangars just caught fire full of nuclear warheads. That's, that's bloody careless, isn't it? <laughs> that explains Norfolk. Oh, Scrolling through a list of nuclear disasters, as one does in a quiet hour. Yeah, Wikipedia. Home. We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, America, America, lost B-29, lost B-29 bomb. Village down the road. From... <laughs> I, I love the, the list you get on Wikipedia. Those list of escapes from prisons by helicopter. Awesome. Oh, Why would you imprison a helicopter? <laughs> it's complete with a little icon that someone has made for successful or unsuccessful. Oh. But the thing is, that's someone's hobby. He's just documenting yeah. prison escapes by a helicopter. So every time he reads a newspaper article on a, on, a, on a prison escape, he's scanning through it and he sees van, he just throws it in the bin, doesn't he? <laughs> Incensed. Damn it! Where's your sense of theatricality, man? Is there a more theatrical way to escape prison than by helicopter? Isn't the, isn't the traditional... pack. Oh, yeah, good yeah, point. Um... Oh, no, you see, I don't think that's theatrical. I don't think that's show-offy. But in terms of having the ability to dangle from the rope ladder... Well, yeah, in, that, in, that, yeah. in that case, surely staging a fabulous stage show 
<laughs> a la Rocky yeah. Horror and minting out like you're one of the performers rather than the director. <laughs> oh, I quite like that. That's that's good. <laughs> I just got the thought of all these kind of tattooed murderers doing Rocky Horror. Fishnets. Having to have to do it, no, perfect, to get away with it. <laughs> the amount of rehearsal these murderers will have to go through to get it spot on as a performance. <laughs> Gentlemen concept <laughs> come on fingers i want the gold hot pants <laughs> yeah if, if anyone is listening who has the ability to, t- to take that story and turn it into a movie we'll take 10 percent. richard o'brien richard o'brien yeah if you are listening if you are one if you are the listener then get in touch <laughs> quite frankly um i'm willing to wear a pair of gold hot pants in those circumstances really if it that's look, like, I'm I'll not going to look, look, look. I'm not going for real. I'm not going to murder a person to go into no. <laughs> simply so I can wear some gold hot pants. No, but if we ever do a Kickstarter or something like that, that's absolutely one of the stretch goals. <laughs> and technical... stretch they would. <laughs> and stretch and marks you will see. <laughs> the technical difficulties live from full Sutton prison. Oh, <laughs> technical difficulties live in hot pants will probably get some money from someone. I've I got... feel alive. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've now got Johnny Cash full Sutton blues. <laughs> <laughs> You've worn gold hot pants, for Rocky Horror. I have. Yes. Hello. <laughs> what was I... it like? Uh, Golden. Uh, drafty. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. If you translate any Johnny Cash song to Northern England, it just loses all its power completely, doesn't it? Like you say, full full Sutton Prison Blue. It just doesn't have the same <laughs> hurt brackets down the pit. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any more Johnny Cash songs off the top of my head. Soviet Union, gentlemen. What used to be very big and now isn't is is fragmented. Nine eighty four, not yet. Yeah. Who what, is... what do we have an inkling that might not be for much longer? <laughs> well, no, they didn't, did they? Kind of came as a surprise, the whole breakup. Yeah, yeah, it was very watch. sudden. 85 yeah. was the closest you've ever been to annihilation. Going to go for a quick... Who is Lenoid Brezhnev the president of? No, it's actually a geography one, and it's a fairly simple one. Well, what's the largest or the first communist nation? No, looking for what's the closest communist country to the US. Oh, oh yeah. Point, yeah. yeah. Which I'm assuming they'd hope people will go with Cuba. Yeah, I would have. Mm. I would have automatically said Cuba, quite frankly. Like, yeah, but you can, you can right throw a rock from Alaska into Russia, can't you? Yeah, more or less. yeah, yeah. As Sarah Palin said, she can see it from her window. Goes there on booze cruises, <laughs> <laughs> transit van, comes back full of stolish no, Just come back with a with a no- nuclear submarine you've borrowed for the afternoon from what is it? That base on the far west coast. Oh yeah, yeah. Is there anything in between those two? Is there, I seem to remember the there's dime, a, there's the Chinese yeah, islands. Or there's something a strait, oh, and I forget its name. A massive ideological divide yeah. between them for a um, long time. It does it does predominantly ice over. Um, Companies have spent a lot of money developing specialist vehicles specifically to cross. Yeah, you can, can drive, drive it, straight. Can you? Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, they created it. It's it basically it's like a jeep thing, so you can poodle along in it. And along the side, it's got these two big sort of floats that have got screws on them. Yeah. So as soon as it gets wet, this thing chugs along dead slowly, but is deeply buoyant. Yeah, it's, it is entirely possible to drive yeah. between and the two. sort of corkscrews and yeah, floats, yeah, yeah. and, and, and really... pulls the ice past and wow. It's yeah, really cool. it's not as cool as just going in a monster truck. I was going to say that sounds <laughs> oh. like something from Thunderbirds. It looks like something it, from yeah, Thunderbirds. It, does, really it looks like the mole. Yeah, that's what yeah, it looks it's, like. It's a Jerry Anderson device. We're going to yeah. put corkscrews on, yeah, the, on the side of it. Yeah, so I thought they'd have a Jerry, Jerry Anderson, Anderson device. device. It sounds like so, a gun that you point at something and when everyone turns it into a marionette. <laughs> well, a, a Jerry Anderson device would cost a lot of money uh, and be needlessly impressive. 
Mm. Yes. You know, <laughs> like an entire city that goes underneath some massive doors rather than just having some anti-aircraft guns. That or, kind of thing. you know, <laughs> building the thing underground. Yeah. <laughs> Which it totally isn't happening at all in Japan. Huh? They're thinking about going downwards. Really? I think it's Japan. It's somewhere. Articles about it years ago, they're considering going down. Probably safer in event of an earthquake. I'm, 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 ne- I'm mm. naively thinking somehow that it, well, it's well, either, it's either, either going to be safer or utter bedlam, isn't it? Presumably it's because they can't build up anymore. Yeah, they've just run out of space. Wow. So Which is what makes me think it was they've Japan. Hit the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. They've actually hit the sky. Yeah. <laughs> Dunk. Well, who'd have thunk it? <laughs> <laughs> then we must go down. <laughs> Need Sean Connery. <laughs> we must go down further. <laughs> Keep jigging. <laughs> Keep jigging. We'll find the scotch. <laughs> God, have you ever seen the film Meteor? It was like 1980s Sean Connery movie about a meteor hitting Earth. All right, but the I mean, it's a bomb. It's it's a terrible film. But the ending sequence is set in the New York subway as it's collapsing around them, and they've essentially just built these enormous sets flooding with enormous amounts of mud and water. It's like, no, they've not faked this. They've not built. A, they've just built a giant tank, said, right, stand there and run, and then just dumped several thousand gallons of mud onto them. And still Connery survived. Yeah, well. Just turn around and stop that. <laughs> mud, go back where you came, he cried. Back out of the atmosphere. Sorry, that was a terrible act. Back out of the atmosphere. Can't do it. Back in the ground where you belong. That'll do. <laughs> I mean, having said that, if you do want to be mentally scarred, do do check out stills from the film Zardos. Oh, is no. Sean Connery in what a nappy with a ponytail? I think is that yeah. the best thing. Well, he's he's not, does the nappy have the ponytail, or does he have the? He has. Oh yeah, nappy. he's he's ponytailed <laughs> in a sort of red nappy thing with a sort of leather leather cross, like you see in bandana bandolier type affair. But the 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 shot you'll see if you Google Connery Zardos is him in the sea. Up to his knees, in he's yeah, got like cowboy oh, boots on that. as well, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, giving it this this weird sort of Barbarella pose. Almost. I have to say, he was probably aiming to be the male Barbarella, and missed by a couple of light years. <laughs> I'd say about an eighth of an inch, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Bigger than that, you can see from the bulge. <laughs> oh, the Connery bulge. The Connery package. Wasn't wasn't that one of the things that happened in the First World War? Wasn't that an offensive where the line... The, ba- oh. the Battle of the Connery <laughs> the Bulge. The Battle of the Connery Bulge. <laughs> no man shall take this secret. <laughs> I was thinking it was more a small part of the digestive system. You've got your duodenum, your appendix, and your Connery Bulge. <laughs> it's where the scotch goes. <laughs> All right, your next one is Richard III. Who is owing a lot of money in parking fines? <laughs> ah, they just found him, didn't they? Yes. Well, can I just make a point? You're putting on my day job hat. Yeah. Working with historic records. Hold on. Such... When I say Brannon, you say archivist. Brannon. Archivist. Brannon. Archivist. Go. I've just got a semi on with you saying that, quite frankly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they, they made a huge thing about Richard III is under a, he's under a car park. Can you believe he's under a car park? Just want to make the point. The headline should be Richard III found pretty much where we expected him to be. Really? Probably wasn't a car park when he was buried there. No, no, no. There just wasn't the number of cars to necessitate no. it. So there was a couple of cart parking spaces um, and one disabled cart parking space close to the door, and a, and a mother and you know a mother and baby one. But that's it. But basically, all the historic documents said he's buried he's about in this here. church, yeah. roughly in this kind of fifty yards or so. So they buried, they they dug down in that fifty yards in the first day. 
Lo and friggin' behold, there's a battered, I think that's Richard III. There's a battered and bent king under there. <laughs> one one well, king slightly used. One king Aww. slightly dead. Well, there's been a lot of discussion about, oh, where should he be? Should he be buried in York? Should he be buried in Westminster Abbey? Should they just keep him in Leicester? Well, the law says we've got to keep him in Leicester. And people saying, it's what he would have wanted. He would have wanted to be buried at York Minster. Frankly, when he was alive, one, I don't think he'd want it to be buried, quite honestly. <laughs> 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 Two, he would have been wanted to be buried as a king, right? And three, he wouldn't have wanted to have been buried in a, you know, all right, under a church in Leicester, but having been stripped naked, kicked round the head, and then stabbed in the arse after dying. <laughs> so quite frankly, Leicester's as good as anywhere as it goes. And fact is, right, York, as we all know, is a town that is horrifically short of medieval tourist attractions. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean, the, ol- the, the only people who actually care are letters to the editor. Yeah. <laughs> what, what has Leicester got for tourism? Walker's Crisps, Gary Lineker. It's got a space museum that I've never been to. You're right. It has got the National Space Centre. Well, it's just a museum with that's a big space. <laughs> <laughs> this is a large open area. <laughs> it is a thought, that, isn't it? If Britain had developed a, a coherent space programme with funding, it's possible that mission control could be Leicester. Wow. That's the National Space Centre. We do make all the satellites, though. That's but, true, actually, but yeah. It's just the thought of, you know, Leicester having the same visitor cachet, cachet yeah. as yeah. the Space Coast, the it's Space not, Midlands. Is it's what not going to be the same. They don't have a beach house looking out on the ocean. you got a flat looking out over Ashby de la Zouche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're sort of vaguely close to Alton Towers, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> just somebody at the top of, a, of the uh, roller coaster. Oh, yeah. Oh, cock, I've not really cut it here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's going up as you're going down. The thought of people flocking and blocking all the air roads into Leicester to watch a launch as well. But also, just run this phrase for, through your head, if that had been the case. Leicester, we have a problem. Oh. <laughs> no offence, Leicester. you got a dead king on Gary Lineker, but, you know... I mean, come on, Bromsgrove, we have a problem. You don't work. Croydon, like... we have a problem. <laughs> oh. Jewsbury, summit's up. Apparently, place if there is a a catastrophic incident in London that takes out the banking network there, the failover location is Croydon. Ah, so let's move from London to London. Well, (laughs) it's still a good 12, 15 miles. If something takes out both of those, we've got bigger problems. Well, you know where the reserve seat of government is, don't you, for Britain? No. Harrogate. Really? Kid you not. Good conference centre. Yeah, well, a government. Well, it's hosted Eurovision before. Eurovision's the same size as the government, let's face it. <laughs> and just uh, as laughable. Just, I know. Uh, I want drunken Terry Wogan on uh, Prime Minister's Question Time. <laughs> oh, no, no, I don't. He'd just get in the way. Oh, no, oh, he'd no. be superimposed like he is. Uh, <laughs> just one swaggering across the front of the street going, look at him all, Egypt. <laughs> Mrs. Wogan doesn't really agree with what you've said, but truth be told, Terry thinks so too. But hold hard, the economic <laughs> report. <laughs> and now... That's a surprisingly good oh, Wogan. Yeah, I'm quite impressed. Careful now, Katie Melua. <laughs> what was <Yeah>. the question? <laughs> um, King killed the Battle of Bothersfield, Prince in the Tower, something like that. Looking for his nickname. Dickie. Long Knob. <laughs> Humpy. The Boar. Oh, oh. Hang on, spell. Is that because he bored straight <laughs> through? I say, is it B-O-R-E or B-O-A-R? B-O-A-R. Oh. oh. All right, on that note, congratulations, Matt. Uh, you win this week's show. Wow. Uh, you win a... I do realise I just make this up at the end, right? <laughs> I'm not keeping track of the score. I was going to say, I said very little. <laughs> I ain't won since the first one we did this weekend. <laughs> uh, you win a pack of Kerry Katona's printer tone. Uh, it's available <laughs> in any colour you like, as long as it's orange. So, enjoy that. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> With that, we say goodbye to Chris Joel. Goodbye. To Gary Brannan. Good day. To Matt Gray. Evening. <laughs> Thank you very much. We'll see you next time. Are we on question two after yeah. half an hour? <laughs> yeah. It's going well. It's going well. <laughs>